Progressive Voices' John Sinton has written a continuing series called A Turning Point that touches on politics, culture, and media. You can hear the short essays in the on-demand section of ProgressiveVoices.com and on the PV app. For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton, and this is A Turning Point, today of honor, sacrifice, and thanksgiving. Well, as impossible as it seems, the time has flown by, and we find ourselves once again in the holiday season. Across the land, dining room tables were crowded with the dishes of the season, and everyone around those tables expressed their gratitude for things great and small. Well, last week, I had the opportunity to express my gratitude. I was honored to attend a U.S. Navy change of command ceremony, a remarkable event that was simultaneously joyous and solemn, A serious ceremony in the best of times, this one honored lives lost and was all the more touching because two Gold Star widows were in attendance. These young, far, far too young women lost husbands who were attending to the nation's most critical business, our national defense. We must be very clear here. Our lost protectors were not the losers or suckers of Donald Trump's twisted funhouse mirror reckoning. In actual fact, these are the real heroes. The ceremony was a stark reminder that the most basic aspect of heroism is sacrifice. It was joyous, too, as it commemorated a two-year series of deployments wherein incredibly brave young men and women faced the ultimate sacrifice every day, but came home having fulfilled their mission with quiet dignity. Joyous as well, because after heralding a job well done by the outgoing commander, a new commander was stepping in. It was the end of one chapter and the beginning of another, and beginnings should always be joyous. Sitting in the midst of this small gathering of friends and relatives who had come to honor sacrifice and count their lucky stars, grateful that their stars weren't gold, it was impossible not to be reminded of the gold star parents who in 2016 fairly screamed at candidate Trump, whose malignant narcissism won't allow him to feel empathy for others, Trump had infamously disparaged them, their son, and all members of the armed forces with the callous loser's remark. The gold star parent, Kazir Khan, who had lost his son, a captain in the army, in 2004 in Iraq, confronted this lack of empathy by saying, you have sacrificed nothing and no one. Well, to me, that brought to mind Tommy Tuberville, the exalted, and there is no better word when describing how fans relate to SEC football coaches. Anyway, Tuberville, the former Auburn football coach come U.S. Senator, who stands alone and in the way of senior military promotions, and who, regardless of his protestations to the contrary, is hampering morale and readiness by standing against an abortion policy over which these officers have no sway. If you think that political interference in the military is without consequence, look at Israel. Where a full year of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's efforts to keep himself out of prison by stealing power from the judiciary has riven the country so completely that the chasm now extends to the Israeli Defense Forces, many of whom joined the ongoing protests and told the Times of Israel that they would not fight for a dictator. Even before the dust settles from the war with Hamas, it's clear that the divisions wrought by Bibi and his less-than-legit cabinet members had a profound effect on Israeli readiness in advance of the October 7 incursion, subsequent barbaric massacre, rapes, and hostage-taking. 
Just as there are said to be no atheists in foxholes, neither are there Democrats or Republicans. There's no time for partisanship and no time to spew accusations and hate at one another. I'd be thankful for a cooling off of the hateful rhetoric and a new unity of purpose as we tackle the problems of a country and a world aflame. I think most of us acknowledge that America was built on a two-party system where both parties engage in the act of governing. The party in power needs a loyal opposition and vice versa. So it's been stunning to me to hear constantly about how the right wing hates Democrats. Here's a little homework assignment. Go talk with a Republican who subscribes to this divisive rhetoric and ask them to tell you specifically what it is about Democrats that they find to be so threatening to democracy. Could it be Democrats' adherence to the rule of law or the idea that no man is above the law? Or might it simply be projection? There's a pastor around here who frequently veers into politics. He's famous for saying that the next civil war won't be North versus South, but Americans versus Democrats. How this guy keeps his IRS exemption as a nonprofit when his church actively trains and endorses candidates, a definitive no-no in the world of 501c3s, is absolutely beyond me. As I ponder the things I'm grateful for, our Gold Star families top the list. As for Donald Trump, I'm sure he's thankful for not being in prison yet. For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton. Go to the on-demand section of ProgressiveVoices.com or the PV app and look for A Turning Point.